Our gospel today comes from the Gospel of Matthew. It is the 14th chapter, beginning with verse 22. This is the story of Jesus walking on the water. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after Jesus had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, Jesus came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me! Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Friends, grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, recently I had an invitation from a friend to spend the day at the lake barbecuing, boating, just relaxing, being out on the water. It was a beautiful day. The sun was shining, the sky was clear, and just about that time you were getting too hot, you could stop and just jump in the water and cool off. I have always loved being around water, and I was so grateful for this time to disconnect and enjoy God's creation with friends. I hope that you have had opportunities and invitations this summer to spend time relaxing, disconnecting, allowing calm waters to bless your soul. This week we continue meeting and learning from people in the Bible who have felt unraveled in their journey. We hear of the disciples this week who've been sent out to the other side of the Sea of Galilee in a boat out on the sea by Jesus. You know, I find it very interesting that the stories this summer that we have been preaching on have all had some kind of central theme of water, whether it was the woman at the well or Moses being placed in the river or now Peter sinking in the sea. Water is a very important part of our life. It changes us. Well, the disciples have just finished experiencing the most likely, or just finished experiencing and most likely cleaning up after the feeding of the 5,000. If you were following along in the Red Pew Bible, you'll notice that the story right before this is the feeding of the 5,000. 
So I don't know, they're probably out on the hills picking up bread and cleaning up. That's a lot of people to feed. A miracle for sure. And Jesus tells the disciples, just go to the other side while he goes to pray. I couldn't help but think about the end of the day after you had dinner and you're cleaning up the dishes and everything's kind of done. You tell the kids, just, just go do something for a minute. I need some time alone. And I'm uh, constantly reminded of these things of Jesus that show us his humanity in these stories. I'm sure he was exhausted. He had spent all day preaching, teaching, and feeding over 5,000 people. Go on to the other side. I need some time alone. So the disciples get in their boat and they set out to the other side. And I can imagine that their hearts are full of hope and awe all that they had seen and experienced that day, watching Jesus feed so many, being a part of that healing and teaching. And I just imagine they are chattering with each other and sharing their experiences. And all of a sudden, the sky begins to turn dark. Now on the Sea of Galilee, the weather can change very, very quickly. And the wind begins to pick up. And the once calm waters are now rough. And the disciples find themselves in the middle of a storm, crashing upon their boat. The scripture says the boat was battered by the waves and far from the land, for the wind was against them. Very different experience than when they'd started out. You know, this story speaks so many times and places of things that have happened in my life. And each time I read it, I feel like I hear something new. And heavy on my mind while reading this, this time was my time in Milwaukee last week. I'm grateful for being able to participate as a voting member at the ELCA. That's our larger church, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America their 15th triennial church-wide assembly. So they meet every three years with voting members, about a 1,000 people, to vote and decide on how we are church in this world. So this has been heavy on my mind as I read this text. And as I read that, I felt like I had been placed maybe in this big boat and sent out for mission as well. There were maybe 26 people there that were from the South Dakota Synod, and we were all in this group there. A few I knew, many I didn't know well at all. And as the meetings began and the discussions started, it was clear to see that some orders of business were straightforward, clear-cut, didn't require much discussion at all. Other topics caused for more pause and debate. And yet other issues caused much uncertainty, discomfort, or controversy. We re-elected our presiding bishop, Bishop Elizabeth Eaton. She has served the larger church for six years and will serve for another six years. This was a joyous and almost unanimous vote. We elected a new secretary, also a woman, Sue Rothmeyer, who is a deacon within the church and has worked in the, the office of the secretary for many years. Also a joyous celebration. We celebrated the 50th anniversary of the ordination of women. 
also the 40th anniversary of ordaining women of color, and the 10th anniversary of full inclusion of LGBTQ clergy. All of those things really make me pause and think. Now, 50 years ago, that's really not that long. I have to think and wonder, that decision to allow women to be ordained ministers 50 years ago, making that decision at that church-wide assembly, how did that affect those people who were there? Was it difficult? Was it controversial? At any rate, I am so grateful to be part of a larger church that allows voices from all people to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. There were many other highlights throughout the week, and Deacon Chris Woolman, who also attended with me, we will be getting together to host an upcoming coffee hour and share that information with you. So, so look for that as it, um, probably next week. But there were also times of doubt and uncertainty, times where people may have felt a bit, if I dare say, unraveled, times where that boat we were all in, that had been sailing so beautifully through calm waters, began to be battered and consumed by rough seas. Well, as the disciples encountered the rough waters, who shows up? Yes, Jesus. Jesus through the rain and the wind, Jesus walking out on the water to get to the disciples. But they don't recognize him. In fact, they think he's some kind of a ghost, and they're even more afraid. But you know, sometimes it's hard to recognize that Jesus is with us when they're in, we're in the middle of a storm. When we're overcome by fear, it's easy to think that Jesus has left us. But he's there. He's made a promise to always be there. Jesus keeps walking toward the disciples, holding out his hands, reaching for them, calling to them, it is I. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Now those are some easy words to say, right? Easy when the waters are calm, when the sun is shining brightly, but Jesus when the waters become rough, when the skies are dark and dangerous, when we are afraid and life is unraveling, unraveling with doubt or uncertainty, it's hard to recognize that you are there, to reach out for your hand and to remember your words, do not be afraid. Well, Peter, of course, we love Peter. Peter is our guy. He makes it okay to be us, to be human. Peter, who speaks before he thinks, usually has his foot in his mouth and is very impulsive. He jumps up. He calls out and says, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you out on the water. And with that, Jesus says, come. Peter jumps out and walks on water toward Jesus. I can't imagine what he must have felt like. 
But all of a sudden, the wind and the sea, they stir up this doubt. And his confidence starts to unravel because of fear. And Peter begins to sink. But not before he calls out to say, Lord, save me. Even though Peter might have had doubt or might have had fear, he still recognizes Jesus and calls out to him. He reached out and Jesus took his, took his hand and caught him. What I hear this time with this story is that Jesus calls out to us in the storm. Into the uncertainty of life. Where the water is murky. Answers are not clear. Where it's risky. And at times it's dangerous. Where all we know becomes challenged. I mean, people don't walk on water, right? Forcing us to call upon the risen Christ and say, Lord, save me. And of course, Jesus is there. Jesus is always there. Holding out his hand, walking with us, catching us when we fall. Never leaving our side. There are many issues that we face within the world. We read headlines way too frequently today about shootings, violence, racism, hate, the crisis at the border, and the overall intolerance of the other. These are issues we face as a church as well, that we face as Christians. And when we are comfortable in the safety of the boats that we live in, the securities that surround ourselves, but others are hurting or struggling out in the dark, in the murky waters. Jesus calls to us, come, do not be afraid because Jesus is out there where it's risky and where it's not popular, eating with the prostitutes, healing the lepers, befriending those who are cast aside and caring for the least of these. Jesus is out there in the messiness of life. And so even though we might be unraveling due to our fear or doubt or uncertainty, we take a step out. All the while reaching out for Jesus' hand because we can't do it without him. Some of you may have heard that the churchwide assembly voted to publicly claim the ELCA, the larger church, as a sanctuary church. Talk about murky waters. There is not a set definition of what sanctuary church means. You look it up, you cannot find one simple answer. But at its simplest form, this simply means that we walk alongside refugees and immigrants as a matter of our faith. And to be clear, it by no means is a call for Lutherans to act in any kind of illegal way. It will look different regardless of which location or context you serve in. How we support 
our siblings in Christ here in Aberdeen is much different than churches that maybe reside on the border. There was also a peaceful protest while we were in Milwaukee where over 700 people, majority from the assembly but some from the community, who marched a mile from the Wisconsin Center to the Milwaukee Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE, office to bring awareness, to show again our siblings in Christ that we stand with them, to foster conversation, to be peaceful, and stand up, to step out. And friends, I know that these are sensitive issues within our community. Know that I love you whether we agree or we disagree. So what murky waters is Jesus calling out to us to enter? Calling out to you and to me, calling calm. Maybe it is engaging in caring conversation with someone who holds a different perspective than you do. Maybe it is to pray for those that we find very difficult to love. Or maybe it's just a matter of praying for God to open our hearts that we might heal the world. Honestly, I would rather stay in my safe boat as well, where people think the same as me, where people like me, where it seems safe and where I feel in control. At times, I'd rather stay there too. I don't want to get wet, and I don't want to get dirty, and I don't want to become unraveled by fear. But yet, that is where Jesus is calling us. That is where Jesus is found. Um, Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff and I, we attended um, a service yesterday, the installation of the new pastor at Good Shepherd, Pastor Leland Armbright. It was a joyous day, and Bishop Zelmer was there preaching, and I heard something he said yesterday that I wanted to bring up to you. He reminded me that in the old kinds of church architecture, that this area where all the people sit is called the nave. And he was talking about the disciples being sent out, and they were out in the boat, and the nave um, has origins and connections to meaning of a ship, right? Maybe you know that. So in some regards, as we're talking about being on a boat in the water, we're all here, we're kind of all in this boat together, right? And pretty soon, we're all going to be sent out there into the world to bring the light of Christ to wherever we go. Jesus is out there calling us to follow him outside our safe walls and our safe churches for the good of God's world. What would it take for us to step out of the boat to recognize that Jesus is there holding out his hand waiting for us waiting to catch you to walk alongside with you even when, and especially when, 
life is uncertain and we're afraid. Water changes us. Whether it is rough waters of the storms or the calm waters of baptism that give us life. And in both, we find the resurrected Christ calling to us, do not be afraid. Thanks be to God. Amen.